Hey, everybody. Hello. As you may have heard, the werewolves at the beginning. <laughs> this is Monster Pulse. This is Monster Pulse. <laughs> and we are um, really cold. We are freezing. It's, a, it's been a rough week. Chicago is covered in ice. Not sure where you're listening from. I mean, there might be people here in Chicago that can uh, sympathize with these <laughs> negative 30 temperatures. It's awful. Yeah. Did you see all those articles about how it um, <laughs> it was like colder yeah. than yeah. comparing it to like Siberia? Yeah, yeah. Siberia and Alaska and, yeah, and Antarctica. Antarctica yeah. And, yeah, yeah. This this was like um, a week, um, like the movie The Thing. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, what a great movie to bring up because today's topic is frigid. Horror films. Frigid horror. Cold weather <laughs> yeah. horror. I don't know cold what to call wood, yeah. it. It's just those horror movies that take place in really cold environments. Yeah. yeah. And there are there are a lot of them. So on top of being negative, whatever it is outside, negative four or whatever. Yeah. There's also killer vampires. Right. And aliens breaking out. <laughs> That's right. In today's episode. Right. Well, you yeah. know, you know, it was really cold here when last night I got excited when it was zero. Yeah, right. I'm like, oh it's my god, this feels up. yeah, oh, this feels nice. good. Yeah, zero. I like yeah. it. Yeah, heat wave, and then it's gonna be uh, 53 on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Oh man, everything's it can't fine. Can't be normal, right? Yeah, nobody worry about. It. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all good. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, before we uh, dive into our uh, chilly horror films, yeah, you got any uh, movie news? Anything um, we should talk about. I feel like there are there are things to talk about. Okay, what do you got? Um, give me a second here. I I, I was also thinking about like uh, what have you watched recently? What have I watched recently? Yeah. I did watch. Um, I watched. I I can't remember if I talked about this last night. I talked about or last last week. Did I talk about uh, abducted in plain sight? Did we talk about that. I don't think so. That show that's on Netflix, abducted in plain sight. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's like awful. Like you're like. Like twisted awful, not right. like no. The, the it's the it's documentary entertaining, itself. really well done. Yeah, but the scenario or scenario, the topic, awful. I mean, it's terrible. But yeah, it's uh. Maybe it's you did mention it. I, I certainly haven't seen it. Well, I finished it, and I rec- I don't recommend getting into it because it just makes you oh, like man. It's twisted. It's like the um also the Ted Bundy tapes. Oh yeah, finished those too. It was like four episodes four of episodes, that. Yeah. yeah, about an hour each. How was that? Uh, I had a bit of a serial killer. Uh, fascination when i was younger sure so i read up on a lot of and seen a lot of the mm. like you know those uh like those things whatever like those right when you get stuck in between those news channels uh, back on basic cable oh yeah yeah one of those like four news channels that yeah. were just <laughs> right by cnn yeah i'm pretty sure i've seen the exact same all of those interviewers like those- yeah all the people that they interviewed and stuff it's weird. I mean, we talked about this last episode just a like little that. bit about Ted Bundy, and uh, I guess yeah. since then there's been a lot of controversy about people being upset about how he's being portrayed. And, but I, <laughs> and I think that yeah. also goes more about um, Zac Efron bit. Like uh-huh. people are upset that you know, oh my God, that guy's so hot. Yeah. Like, well, you know, apparently Ted Bundy was attractive. Right. Depending on who you ask. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Uh, did you watch the Velvet Buzzsaw yet? I haven't. No. Yeah, I need no, to. I'm I, do that tomorrow. That sounds like a good weekend, yeah. um, but it's going to be so nice out. You sure? I know, <laughs> it's right? Be 50 it's degrees. true. That's a good point. Are you sure you want to stay inside? That's a good point. Um, what else? Were you were you stuck inside like during like Wednesday when it was? I did like, not leave. No, didn't do anything. I didn't leave Wednesday at all. Well, we had to yeah. take the dogs out, which was nah, terrible, terrible that's awful. experience. You put those little mittens and boots. Oh on yeah, them? yeah, yeah. Little those are always cute. Yeah, look like balloons on their uh-huh. feet. Yeah, they yeah. hate those. <laughs> <laughs> they hate those. Yeah. But um, because it changes the way they walk. Right, right. Um, I, I went outside yesterday, though, and um, that's that's when I started thinking about, like, man, there are a lot of great horror films that are also, you know, in really cold temperatures. Like, talk about, you know, it's already terrible being attacked by something. Now you're in the, yeah, exactly. the freezing weather. Right, yeah. But um, you got to run. <laughs> yeah. Frigid outside, and you're just trying not to get killed. <laughs> or hypothermia. Oh, I didn't. Um, I didn't watch a ton of stuff this past week, but I, I started playing the remastered version of Resident Evil Two. Oh, okay, really good. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it looks great. It's such a fun game. It always has been a fun game, but I like this idea. I mean, 
there are a lot of video games that were great. Like, yeah. wouldn't it be really cool if they updated like Goldeneye? Exactly. You know. And I think there, that's kind of what is it. In, I mean, with know, the success Atari of this, starting, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Resident Evil Two. They had that. I love that. The just the shoe sound effect that they, you know what I yeah. mean? The running down the yes, it's running down the hallway. It's just iconic. <laughs> it's scary it's, and funny all at the is, same time. It is. It's great. Um, they. Uh, I'm gonna throw this up. Please. I know we're uh, one of my favorite uh, cold horror films, mm-hmm. which this is kind of a stretch, but it works. Is uh, Claude Rains' The Invisible Man um, from the, the original? Yeah, the original. yeah, sure. It's uh, it is cold when they when they're in, in during that movie because he like gets naked and he jumps in the yeah yeah oh the, man that's right in the lake. But um, good time I, to be invisible. Good time to be invisible, and also when you're naked. They uh, they. I don't know if we've talked about last week that the uh, they have a director. Um, the director of Upgrade is doing the Invisible Man reboot. Right. I posted um, that about that because yeah. I was very excited. Me too. I love that movie. I'm actually in, in my hand right now getting an alert um, that Lee Whannell, the director, is also writing the Escape from New York remake for Fox. Oh. This guy's hot right now. I wonder who they're going to get for that. I hope it's not The Rock. Yeah. I, I hope not I either. Not the Rock. But I am glad kind of that. Johnny Depp is out as the Invisible Man. I I'm agree. Kind of okay. I agree. I, I think that it would have been way too cheesy. I I think that you you, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a big star and stuff. But we saw what happened with Tom Cruise and the Mummy, right? And it didn't work, right? And it made it too fantastical. Yes. I mean, because yes. I guarantee the budget went up when Tom Cruise signed on. These movies don't need massive budgets. They need to just be good. I agree. I agree. And the, this is going to be. Uh, Blum, uh, Blumhouse. Blumhouse is producing with Universal, yeah. so because Universal. Universal still owns these monsters, sure. obviously. But sure. um, but great for them because absolutely, you know, not saying everything that they do is a winner, but they're they they, they roll the dice right. and they make you know, and they and they usually make smaller films, but right. I mean, they proved that they can do more when they did Halloween, right? You know, that was yeah. um, probably treated like a, a smaller production, but it was a massive blockbuster hit. Yeah. And, and this quote from the source of uh, whoever leaked that, you know, uh, that director. What's it? How do you say his name? I think it's just Lee Wanell. Lee Wanell. It's the source says rooted in horror with no restrictions on budget, tone, or rating. So we'll see how far that goes. Interesting. Yeah. So I I, I loved that movie when I was a kid. I don't know why, but I just really dug The Invisible Man. It was I, I one did- of my favorites. Um, yeah, it's always fascinating because it's one of those, like, even when you ask somebody if they had superpowers, they're, they either want to fly or they want to be invisible. Yeah. So I think the invisibility thing was something that people just were really into. You know what I liked a, a lot that was a, a one-off of The Invisible Man was the, invi- uh, the memoirs of, of The Invisible Man with Chevy Chase. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. Is that good? It's like a horror comedy, more comedy. Um, okay. Dana Olson wrote it. He's the same guy who wrote The Burbs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I got some little... Going off that, um, Dick Miller, yeah, passed away. R.I.P. Yeah, he passed away on. He uh, was in the Verbs. He was in the Verbs. Because Joe Dante me. loved him. Yeah, he did. He's in Gremlins. Everyone knows. Uh, yeah, everyone will know him if you if you see him. If you look up. Yeah, Dick that Miller. guy's had a long, amazing career. Yeah. Terminator, Pulp Fiction, The Burbs, Small right. Soldiers. That's a Joe Dante <laughs> film. Yeah, Little Shop of Horrors. He's in that. Great actor. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Chopping um, Mall. He's in Chopping, chopping mall. mall. Yeah, yeah. he's in Chopping Mall. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. What a fantastic legacy, uh-huh. though. Yeah, yeah. Great films. Um, we uh, we talked about uh, Lakeith Stanfield taking over the role of Candyman in Jordan Peele. Right. Uh, that's, that was announced. That's exciting. That's going to be cool. I think he'll do well. Uh, he has an Instagram account, and uh, he posted, he has one posting on there. Uh-huh. Uh, if it's actually officially his account, and yeah. it was something along the lines of, "Well, the beans have been spilt. I might as well put it out there." He's like not cleaning it up or yeah. something along those lines. And yeah. so he was, if it is account, he was con- confirming good, it that good. Uh, he will be doing that. Uh, they dropped a teaser poster of Zombieland, what they're calling Zombieland Double Tap, right? And right. It's, uh, they, it's it's their ten year challenge. Yeah, it probably was one of my favorite. Um, and it is ten year challenge yeah. posts out there. Yeah. 
They all look. They, they all look like, the, pretty much the same. I know. Really? Yeah. Woody Harrelson looks identical. Uh, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg look, looks identical. And then Emma, Abigail, Abigail Breslin just she just grew looks up. a little bit taller. Yeah. She yeah. Just grew up. Yeah. Double yeah, so tap. Double tap. That's what that's going to be called. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, Warner Brothers and Mattel have got in the works a Hot Wheels movie. Oh no! A live action Hot Wheels oh, movie. Oh man! Yeah. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but Mattel was also the creator of GI Joe. Or was it Hasbro? Is that Hasbro? It might be Hasbro. I mean, it's just that big thing now where if you have you have this well, brand. Well, we just last week I told you about the Barbie movie. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's Hasbro. Hasbro. Oh, it is Hasbro. Yeah. But still, taking toys and. Right, taking toys and making a cinematic universe yeah. out of it. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Right. I mean, we had Trolls did great. Look at Trolls. That's true. You know? That's true. I mean, G.I. Joe financially probably did okay, but not good movies. No, they're, yeah, they're shit. No. Um. We got, uh, we will be seeing a new uh, Batman, Athlete's Out. There's no more Ben Athlete. Right. There's a lot of uh, gossip going around yeah. um, about potential new Batmans, yeah. or Batmen. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> you know, that didn't work out, I don't think, in his. Uh, no. You know? You know, I. I'm one of those individuals who doesn't like, I don't hate Ben Affleck by any means. Right. I think when he's in the right project, he's fantastic yeah. as an actor, but he's a phenomenal director right not a good batman no there I hasn't say. been a good batman since 1992 that's right michael keaton <laughs> that's right batman returns 1992 we're Tim like burton the, we're the old men in the room our <laughs> batman didn't have nipples <laughs> he didn't need them he didn't need them not, none of the batman um what else there was something there was something else not just um I thought there was some more Stephen King news, but that's any week. <laughs> I started Castle Rock. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What did you think of it? Or what, I, how, I just got through the first episode. Yeah. I, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I the, like it. The first episode, you're just like, what yeah. the f- yeah. What's happening? There's a lot going on. Yeah. But it's, it's good. Cool. Yeah. It's yeah. compelling. It is. Yeah. A lot of familiar faces in that, too. People's names I don't really know. But, right. Uh, I'm, I'm sure even in the first episode, I have to go back, but there's like little references to other Stephen King yeah. characters or movies. Yeah. Um, I think there might be a Stand By Me one in the first episode, even. Yeah. Reference to the finding the kids finding the dead body yes, yes, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And then they obviously talk about Shawshank a lot, like you said. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else for us? No, I think I think should that we, does it for now. Should we jump into our... Uh, Let's our, jump into our list. Let's do it. Our list of cold weather. Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you give us? All right, one? I'm going to give you five, but I'm going to uh, I'm not going to do them all right now. But I am going to start with my number five. Okay. So, my number five actually is something I watched last night for the first time. It's been on my list for a long time. Okay. The Black Coat's Daughter. Oh, nice. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, the, the acting was was fantastic, and I completely forgot that uh, Kieran and Shipka, who is Sabrina, right, and right. the Netflix series, was right. in it, and she was fantastic. She is very good. Um, I really liked the movie. I I didn't I did not know a lot about it. I knew it okay. took place at a girls' school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the backdrop of this this movie, this girls' school, in like felt like it was in the middle of nowhere. Even though I think it may have been in New York. Yeah. But just every shot you're looking at. Very remote. Yes, very remote, very cold. Snow is covering everything. There's even references to shoveling. I don't even know the location, too, but for some reason I feel like it is East Coast. I feel like they they mention at the beginning that the one priest is headed to Albany. Oh, okay. And it's like two hours. So I'm thinking it's still within New York. I mean, it could. Upstate New York. Yeah. Yeah. But. there are so many shots looking out the window and just seeing it yeah. covered in snow, and it has been like that the last week here. So I'm going to say that... Um, it registered with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It connected. It felt... Yeah. The movie felt cold. The colors felt cold. Um, it made me cold, or I didn't have the heat on. <laughs> but I really, really liked it. So if you haven't seen The Black yeah. Coast Daughter, that is... Uh, I watched that on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah. I've... I've You'll uh, you'll remember that we've talked about this because we have. I always bring up Oz Perkins. Yes, I always we I feel like we've Oz Perkins fans. And, we are. Yeah, very well directed. Yeah. Um. Also produced by um this guy Brian Bertino. Oh, Bertino. He did. He directed he did. The Strangers. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he uh, pr- helped produce that movie. Yeah. yeah. It, it just seemed like it. It had a good team all around. Yeah. The supporting actors: James Remar, who has been in this business for a long time. 
he plays the the dad in, in some of the scenes. Right. Um, what's her name from Dumb and Dumber? Uh, Holly. Um, Lauren, Lauren Holly. Is that? Her? I think that's her name. Is that right? Yeah. I I feel like I haven't seen her in a long time, and her role was was perfect. Like I had never seen this side of her. I I just remember her from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Lauren Holly was she. She's she's, a, she's the 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 mom, um, without giving too much away. James Remar's wife. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, just trying to see what a picture. What she looks like? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 The 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 acting was was fantastic. Um, it is. It's it's. Uh, I think it's well paced too because mm-hmm. it's only like an hour and a half. And I kind of I, I I stayed with it the whole time. I was curious what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, not I don't yeah, know if, is, if I'm gonna like watch mm, often, but no, I no, thought it was me well neither. Done. I, it was just again something I crossed off my list that I have been wanting to see for a while. Yeah. Um, well, well, just well made movie, yeah. and I uh, like I said, I I, I really liked um, the supporting characters. Because you've seen the uh, I'm the Pretty Thing That Lives no, in the No, I haven't, no, but I know haven't. all about yeah. that. This is other film. Right, um, right. I was going to say something else, but... Um, oh, they do they do some really interesting just jumping around, which... Yeah. Without giving anything yes, away again. Yes, That uh, I thought worked really well. I agree. I agree. But yeah, that's my that's my number five. Yeah, if you're not paying attention during that movie... Oh, you could miss... Then you're going to be yes. like, what, what just, you know, yes. what did, what just happened? But yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I think I'll do an easy one. I'll do, uh, The Shining. Right? Oh, yeah. How can yeah. you have a frigid temperature list without I mean, that classic scene? It's, it's the first thing you think of. First it's, thing you think of when you think of. And the other, I mean, the crazy thing about The Shining is that they're not, a, I mean, the snow is always there. Yeah. Right. This is the off season for that, that, uh, the hotel, the resort. But they only spend so much time. Yeah. In the snow. Yeah. But it's always there. I right. feel like yeah. you know. Again, some maybe a similar situation, very remote. Yeah, everything just feels cold. This mm-hmm. entire movie feels cold. Yeah. And then when they're actually out in the snow, you can almost feel that as well. Yeah. In the book too, they they use the the situation a lot more. The uh, just like what how the weather is kind right. of messing with everybody. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely it impacts a lot of what's going on. Yeah. Um, but just a great film, you know, Kubrick can't go wrong. No, you can't. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm throwing that up there. Not much to say because everyone knows that, but I just feel like it's not. No, no, no. People would be mad if it wasn't on the list. I would be mad if it wasn't on the list. (laughs) Did you have that on No, I I didn't put it on here because I knew we were going to talk about it at some point. Right, yeah. Um, no, no, no. I, I, I completely agree with that. And I think if you were to ask somebody and they didn't have a computer, if you said, Name a horror film or movie that takes place yeah. in winter. It's gonna be on there. Yeah, it has right. to be. What uh, what else? My number four is a little uh thing from 1990 that I haven't watched in a long time. And when I was putting this list together, it it popped into my head. Yeah, just like I was describing. And I really, really want to revisit this. And I'm talking about Misery. Nice. That's on my list. Is it? Yes. Oh, God. Of course. Again, you know, the snow is what sets everything into motion, like the yeah. driving. Um, always there. I mean, there are only a few scenes that actually take place in it. A lot of it happens. Yeah. In, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I can always picture, like, the sheriff driving in the snow. Mm-hmm. I can picture him, like, falling, like, the car actually yeah, going over. Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. Fe- another movie that just feels so cold. But, like, when you're, <laughs> when you're with James Caan, he actually seems pretty bundled up. But you know that leaving would be very difficult yeah. because of the snow. Yeah. Much like us here. Oh, yeah, this week. exactly. Kathy Bates in that film too is just like oh, Annie. Yeah. She does such a good job acting like she remains so calm right. the entire film while being so maniacal. Correct. And Her character is I mean her range is huge in that because yeah. when she loses it, I mean, you can tell even though like this is fantastic acting, but she can tell that 
she's trying to like keep the anger down and she's trying to just like I wonder what their process was. Have you seen like the thing that's kind of like going around on YouTube of Nicholson? It's like in one of the oh, yeah. of him getting pumped oh, for the yeah. act scene, it's you know? He's kind of like shaking around and yeah. screaming a little bit. I wonder what they did for that, like, right? You know, I wonder what if there was maybe, you know, I guess it's not really I mean, it, it could just be Kathy it's, Bates being right. Kathy yeah, exactly. Bates. She's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Her range of that. I don't really... Was she uh, Was she very popular actress prior to that film? Was um, it more of like her coming, like regaining? You know, that's a really good question. Yeah. I feel like as a kid, again, this is 1990, is watching right? this, I think I had just seen her for the first time, but I bet you she had been in... Let's see. Films before that. Maybe more in supporting roles. Yeah, which it looks like can... a lot of TV work through the late 80s. And then, yeah, just kind of these like little, like a lot, some of these movies I'm not even familiar with. Right. Uh, she was in Dick Tracy in 90. Is that right? Yeah. And then that looks, that's on her IMBD is prior to Misery. Hmm. So, uh, you know, yeah, probably kind of just starting out, you know? So, I mean... Yeah, making jump from TV to film. Yeah, Although she yeah. looks like she had... <laughs> that's a, my best friend is a vampire in 1987. Um, oh, yeah, But yeah, you're yeah. right. It's just yeah. kind of back and forth uh, between TV probably and like film. Probably like a little, love s- little small role. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I think you're right. I think this was probably her first big kind leading big role. Rolling. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Because she nailed it. Absolutely. She it probably... You know, that's iconic. Made her a household name. And it probably helped her because really I'm trying to think of like what, you know, do you do any other movies like that come to mind with her as a, you know, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking, is that why American Horror Story maybe like kind of why they seeked out Kathy Bates because she had such a terrifying role in Misery? You could be right. You know, like I'm, I'm just like looking through her IMBD. I don't really see. A lot of uh, horror films. I mean, but even like in this description of her, and someone wrote up, it said it was her role in um, Misery that uh, certainly turned the tide for her in Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, just really well directed by Rob Reiner. Right. Man, that guy can do everything. Yeah. And he has. He has. Anything from like Princess Bride. And he, Reiner is the one who started Castle Rock Entertainment. With, uh, that's the, um, with Stephen King. Yeah. It's yeah. He named that. He, he was like the, uh, he was the founder of that company. You know, I don't think I knew that. Yes. Yeah. I know. I mean, I obviously there's other people, of course, other people in it with him, but I know I, I did. I remember reading that, uh, he named the company after the setting of so many Stephen King, Stephen King projects. Stephen King. Wow. Yeah. Because because of Stand by Me, right? Which well, he, he also he directed. directed Stand by I, Me, right? He also directed. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But this guy has directed Misery, A Few Good Men. Yeah, Spinal Tap. I mean, Princess Bride. It's all over the place. It's it's pretty amazing. Very impressive. <laughs> Rob Reiner. Yeah, yeah, it's very impressive. It is. Anyway, that was my number four. Rob Reiner. I always like in. Uh, when South Park made fun of Rob Reiner, that was always yeah, so funny. Yeah. He's always like eating. <laughs> they just tear everyone apart. And that's, I mean, that's it's the only fair thing to do. Uh-huh, it is. But yeah, yeah, so I think uh, I think we both agree that misery. So let's throw up another one that we probably both agree with, The Thing. It's my number one. Yeah. It's my right? number one cold location. Yeah, because it's just. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're I mean, even... Not even being a horror film, just looking at that movie, is, it's probably one of the most iconic, like, cold movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because they're... And also, what's great about that is they they keep with the, like, everyone's freezing the entire film. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel it. Mm-hmm. It's Kurt very Russell, consistent. Kurt Russell's yeah. beard's, like, getting iced over yeah. and stuff. Which it's mine just, totally yeah. did, too, this week. Yeah. it's There's nothing like having your hair freeze. I had tears coming out, dri- dripping down from my eyes because of the winds blowing into it, freezing, and then uh, just breathing. It was freezing. Oh man, yeah, that's I awful. Felt like the only thing that could cure it was like a game with a computer and a glass of scotch. There you go. Just like <laughs> what I mean, I, 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 I always remember Kurt Russell's character's name, except for right now, Mick. Um, what is his character's name in? Uh, 
in the thing. The thing, yeah. It's, it's uh, Mick. Um, oh man, I just have to shoot. look it up. Yeah, I tried to use my brain. I. I um, come on. But yeah, that of course that's on both of our lists. It has again. It has to be. It has to be. Kurt Russell's character's name is McGreedy. McGreedy. There you go. Right? Yep. Yeah. R R J or is it McReady? I think it's McReady. McReady? McReady. 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 Yeah, yeah McReady. 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 Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, you don't get much colder than that. They, uh, I'm, that movie was kind of like a, didn't do very well. I heard back when it no, came No, no, it was a bomb. Like, yeah, it was, it was a bomb. bomb. And it took a long time for people to actually appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It became a, like a cult, cult classic. Yeah. Which is weird because looking back, it seems so kick ass. Yeah. There have How been did people not dig this. There's some great stories that I, I, I mean, John Carpenter, um, I mean, he's certainly one of my favorite directors, but, you know, he didn't necessarily, I mean, he never, he never wanted to be a horror director. I mean, he wanted to direct like Westerns. So yeah. when he did, um, you know, Halloween it sort of put him on the map as being like the horror yeah, director yeah. and you know he's obviously done a lot of horror but I think it was projects like the thing that the studios were like oh this bombed yeah or, I mean he had to move away from that and I think oh man this could be wrong we have to look this up but I think he did Starman not far after that with Jeff Bridges which was more of a side okay. I mean he had to because it almost you know changed his career and I'm sure he was like people passed on him yeah. when this failed. Yeah. The thing bombed. Sorry, John. We're going with someone else. Right, right. But I mean, at least now he's getting his uh his due, I guess you could yeah. say. He, yeah, you well know, I mean you looking regarding. back on his career, everything he's made is pretty freaking awesome. Even stuff that didn't do well like Ghosts of Mars, which I loved. But um <laughs> I mean the poor guy Made one of the most iconic um, horror, like monster horror flicks of all time, and then when yeah. it first came out, no one appreciated it. Yeah, it took some time. I uh, I was <clears> looking <throat> up some uh, some stuff about like it says while Stan Winston was the brains behind uh, the visuals, mm -hmm. the work uh, of the sound editor Colin. I'm not sure. I'm not going to mess with the last <laughs> name. Often gets overlooked to create the hellish dog wail. The, oh the, man, the sounds of when the dog are transforming. Um, he, he said he started by rounding up all the dogs in the local neighborhood inside his house. Then he began walking slowly around the house in a dark trench coat while taping all the windows and doors in an attempt to elicit a yowling, fearful response. Wow. That's abuse. That's weird. That's right? super <laughs> weird. Those poor dogs. <laughs> That's a great, uh, Those poor dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why they don't talk about him. The guy's a little nutty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he tried to scare the dogs with his coat. You want to hear another one? Yes, please. Here we go. Um, <laughs> during the sequence when Dr. Cooper is trying to revive Nor Norris, this is that iconic scene where his stomach opens oh, up. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, to achieve the effect, they recruited a man who had lost both of his arms in a similar place, oh, was wow. fitted with prosthetic arms consisting of wax bones, Rubber-based veins and jello blood, along with skin-like mass, was created based on a mold of the actor's face. Interesting. Yeah. So That's weird. That is a double amputee in that scene. Wow. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Right? Like, a lot of these kind of... I love these little, like, special Absolutely. That, Behind the scenes. That the, uh, they, uh... You know, making of, yeah. There, there I was reading about how uh, Kurt Russell almost actually, like, caught himself on fire using the flame that torches flame, yeah. in the scene because those were obviously real flame torches that he yeah. had to learn how to operate. So, like, you know, like, there's, you know, they're definitely, uh... Yeah, it was probably a very some, dangerous yeah. project to work yeah. on. Um, there's some, there's there's a lot of great little, uh... Tidbits. Like little, little tidbits. Little and tidbits. I also remember in college, I went to see the, um, the thing from another world. Oh, sure, the, sure. Which is, like, what... Like I was had no idea about this film. They tell me about it in like a class. They're like, mm -hmm. "Oh, the things the thing's actually a remake. It's based off this plant creature that comes to Earth." Right. And then we had to watch the whole film. It was, I was like, "The like you know, 
Is it a remake though? Yeah, it's different. Like, it's it's not, different, it's more like, like a reimagining. It's a reimagining, yeah. if anything. Um, but yeah, that and was better. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> not, no, not, the, mean, not the same. Those original, like those sci-fi movies, were fantastic. Those be, but um, for what they different. Are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they're very it's drive, always almost for the drive-in. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like that campy wearing a like a silk spacesuit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with like you, you really know. have to use your imagination. Yeah. But you know they didn't have they didn't space have travel and everything back right. then yet. So but yeah. Um. Okay. What else you got? Well, we skipped. Uh, you you were on four, and I actually pushed you to one. No, so. that's okay because <laughs> I I really enjoy my other flicks here. Okay, good. Um, my number three. Yeah. Not to be confused with the animated film by the same name, <laughs> Frozen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is a 2010 Adam Green. I'm a big Adam Green fan. Okay. You know, he did Hatchet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this this movie I really liked. I've only seen it once. Okay. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it stuck with me because it's one of those really great environments that really makes you feel like you're there. You were cold. Um, but it's about, like, these three skiers who get... Um, Stuck on a chairlift. Okay. And I remember that poster. That's yeah. like on the oh, yeah. that's on the movie mm-hmm. poster. That right? is the poster yeah, whether yeah. I'm sitting there. Yeah. It's just one of those, you know, survival things. Um <laughs> being trapped up there so high that if you were to jump, you'd probably break your legs. Is that the whole film? Uh pretty much. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it's, but it's great though. It keeps you going. It's 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 like a reverse monster in the house type thing. If you're stuck inside with a monster, you're basically stuck outside, except it's man versus nature. Okay. Um, it, yeah. I mean, there there's some wolves. It's really freaking cool. All right. Right. Uh, and the, the fact that you're sitting on this metal. There's a scene where one of the guys, um, his hand like it's stuck. Oh, he has to rip it off. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Just really interesting. So it's like a like a thriller. Yeah, I mean, it, I would st- still say it's horror. horror. Yeah, because it's it's up against the elements. Um, I mean, start to go a little bit crazy about survival, right? Yeah. What would you do? Would you jump down? Would you save yourself type of a thing? This or? sounds interesting. I'll have yeah, to check it's, this it's out. Yeah, it's good, but it, it's, again, it really makes you feel cold. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No, I don't. I, I remember... Seeing like seeing that film, but I never I never watched it. What's that called again? That's called Frozen. Frozen, not Elsa. <laughs> not, not Elsa. And <laughs> Elsa and the other one. I don't know the name. Wait a second, get stuck. They sing "Let It Go." Yeah, yeah. Dedich. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but gold. Yeah. All right. Where did you? Did you? Is that? Uh, can I watch that anywhere? Is that? Anywhere? Oh, um, I'm sure you can rent it. Yeah. I don't think it's streaming anywhere right now. No. Um, I would have rewatched it last night if I could have. In preparation, it's just again, it's just I've seen it once, it stuck with me, really enjoyed it. Would love to revisit that one right as on. well. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not familiar Adam with that. Adam Green, that guy's really solid, huh? Yeah, Frozen 2010. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of these actors in it either. Um, Emma Bell, yeah, Emma Bell, I think, is on Bell, The Bell. Walking Dead now. Oh, oh yeah, or right. she has been on, yeah, she played Amy in the first season of The Walking Dead, yeah. And another the other actor, um, I think is the one who's actually gets his hand stuck. Forgive me if they're listening. I <laughs> Kevin Ziggers, Sean Ashmore, Sean Ashmore has oh, I know him. definitely been in, yeah, I know him from X Men, yeah, mm-hmm. he's Iceman and X Men, yeah, that makes sense why he would be in Frozen, yeah. It's because of an accident on the set of Frozen that <laughs> typecasting is real. Yeah, real. You know? I mean, the guy can only work outside you in the cold now. Work out in the cold. We really believed how cold you were. I was cold. <laughs> Do you think that they shot a lot of that movie you're talking about? Like in the? Um, I would love to know that. Yeah, I would love to know if they actually shot. I, I, I guarantee you. I mean, you wouldn't do this to your actors for too long, but I guarantee you, some of the establishing shots are, um. Actually, like outside, yeah. and then I, if if it were me, I would try to. If you had access to a studio, I'd build, you know, like put in a, some trees yeah. in a dark studio, and yeah. So that's why I want to. They studio. have to end up like breaking their legs, right? Well, that you'll have to watch it. I'm all not going right, to give it right, away. There's right. only three of them there. I'm like trying to think how they're going to get down <laughs> from a ski lift. If that's exactly what that's, kind of that's shitty the resort movie. were they at? Nobody's uh, checking on them. Well, no, you know, they uh, do nope. that great thing, and, and they do the same thing with people who get stranded in water movies. You know, there's there's got to be a device that that gets you out there, and then you know the guy goes home early or whatever. And <laughs> like, what about what about um <laughs> the, what, the guy running it just <laughs> yeah. calls it a day? And yeah, it's, it's pretty cold out here. I'm yeah, done. Freezing. Yeah, I should be. You know, I should be inside <laughs> where it's not cold. Yeah. But what about that movie? Um, 
where, where they're they're stuck out there with the sharks. Um, oh yeah, yeah, open water. Open water. Yeah, same almost a similar thing. You know, the guy does miscounts their heads and they're stuck out there. I never watched that. I watched that actually in college in a film class. Yeah, yeah. Why? What I don't know. I don't know. I watched some very questionable movies in, in my one of some of my earlier film classes. You remember the film with Colin Farrell like Phone Booth? Uh huh. Did you like that? I know. I, I have when honest, I first I watched, I'd have to rewatch that one too. Like, I, I'm like, why? Are I we? that's all right. Yeah, I should I rewatch it. I'll yeah. put it that way. But I mean, I, I saw some stuff. Maybe not all the classics is what I'm saying. Okay. I watched. Maybe this is why I love horror and like independent film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um. We talked about, uh, this is kind of an honorable mention while we're coming down to the end, but uh, Let the Right One In, we've talked about that mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yeah, that's those, I mean, again, when I'm coming up with this list, I definitely thought about those, and I definitely thought about the one I talk about almost every week is uh, 30 Days a Night. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was the other one I was going to mention. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's I mean, good. I think one of, the, one of the, we should have set some rules. One of the thing about this list, it should have been like, it's actually shot outside in in the cold and people are freezing or there has to be really great shots of blood covering the snow and yeah. changing, you know, yeah. there are some amazing shots. We've talked about that in 30 days or night where really the overhead shot just flying over with blood just everywhere, yeah. changing the white to red. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that one is, yeah, you can feel that movie as well. It is. It is. You know? Yeah. Uh, you got what? You got anything else? Yeah, I've got one more. Okay. Um, this was something I also saw a long time ago and haven't seen since, but really liked it. It's uh, called Pontypool. Okay. It's, uh, I believe it's a Canadian film. Okay. Um, but it's about a radio DJ um, being like held up at his station during a zombie outbreak. Okay. But all this happens, like him getting stuck there is because I believe there's a, a blizzard. Maybe it's in Ontario or whatever, but there's a blizzard that sort of just, you know, he's reporting the news and, and while well, there's an outbreak going on, but it, it's... It's just a great. It feels like you're watching a really well acted stage play. Okay, but um, most of it's in the uh, the radio um, station. And it's like snowing outside, mm-hmm. but then there's, there's a blizzard outside. There's a blizzard outside. Yeah, and the, the zombies are trying to break into the station. Um, no. Um, I think you know here people. Uh, people also um, compare it to Orson Welles, like War of the Worlds broadcast. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. I don't think th- I. You know. Everyone just listening to him panic. Mm-hmm. Okay. This was a book. It was based on the book Pontypool Changes Everything by Tony Burgess. Who also adapted it for the screen. Huh. Yeah, that's just another good cold weather horror film. This is fun. I like this cold weather film. It's I I don't know if we need to be any colder though. Okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I think I hear you. I think I'm starting to like you know, my mind's messing with me. My legs falling asleep because we're talking about freezing to yeah. outside. There are some weird movies. I just, I finally, I I was trying not to like Google winter or like right. cold horror films. Right. But now that I do, there's a, a pretty much everything we've talked about. And then there's some crazy things. Yeah. Like this, look at this, 1983 Curtains. A group. Oh, I know uh, Curtains. You've seen this? Yeah. What is this? It's, yeah, it's a slasher flick. <laughs> it's, is it good? Is it Yeah, silly? it's fun. Is it fun? It, it's silly. It's fun. It looks fun. I thought you were going to say um, Dead Snow. With that's one the with zombie, the Nazis? Nazis, yeah. How is that? It's fun. I always see it's that. Absurd, it's absurd, but it's gotta fun. be nuts. It is fun. It's like half a Nazi face, and like that's what the poster is, right? Yep. It's like his, yep. like a rotting, well, like a zombie's face, yeah. But yeah. um, with the, the zombie, uh, I don't know, paraphernalia, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I tried to, I also, tr- yeah, didn't the try to do too much. Yeah, the Nazi accoutrement, oh, little Nazi bells and whistles. Um, <laughs> Nazis hate when you call their outfits oh, bells and whistles. I guarantee you know it. That? Can't offend a Nazi because it offends their actual whistle. <laughs> um, no, I, I know. I, I also didn't want to like look at lists because I wanted to just kind of recall it. Like what made me feel there was actually one on my uh, like an honorable mention. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't seen it in so long, I couldn't remember everything about the plot. But it's with Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. It's called Wind Chill. Okay. And it's um, about some students heading home. I think it's maybe during break, like college students, and they take a shortcut and the car breaks down, or maybe they get hit. And uh, it, it's basically, it takes place in this car okay. the entire time. I, I The setting for that, it's, I remember liking it. I remember it being um, at times kind of slow because you're just watching two people sit in a car, like kind of freezing. Yeah. But um, 
I think there's they're also surrounded by like ghosts outside of the car. Oh, okay. like the strip of the road or whatever. But I I also remember um how cold that movie made me feel too. Yeah. Yeah, Wind I did. Chill. I was trying to like stay away from like uh like what kind of movies make me go. You remember Snow Day, the classic Nickelodeon movie that came out in the oh, movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris yeah. Elliott. About the, uh, like, there's a snow yeah, plow. The, yeah, right? Chris yeah. Elliott's the mm, plow man. The plow man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like that movie. Or Snow Dogs. Or Snow Dogs. <laughs> with, is that Cuba Gooden Jr.? <laughs> well, what, about, what about the, it's not really a horror film, it's more of a thriller, The uh, The Grey. Oh, yeah. With Liam Neeson and, and, and the wolves. wolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Day After Tomorrow. How's that hold up now? How's the CGI in DF? Oh, remember right. that with Jake Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal. Yeah. The CGI probably doesn't look that good. No, I bet not. I, bet I remember loving I remember enjoying it because it's a big epic um, man versus nature film. And you hate you hate Dennis Quaid. You? <laughs> <laughs> and you've got that big grudge. I love again. Dennis Quaid. Ever since he took your parking spot outside. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Bastard. Quaid. Quaid. What's his brother up to? You never hear about him. Anymore. Oh, really? <laughs> Messing with me. Randy Quaid? That guy got arrested. No, he didn't. He lives in Canada. He but, fled the law, didn't he? Well, right, but his story is really messed up. That's next week's episode. Oh, man. Let's save, that, let's save that, the adventures of Randy he, Quaid. He, I think, just, you know, that story is really cuckoo. <laughs> He and his wife, right? They're yeah, like, yeah, they're running. There's like video of them on YouTube, with like yeah, they, pretending to have sex. Really? Yes. Who wants to see that? No one. No one wants to see cousin Eddie banging. No, gross. that's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> that's nasty. I don't, cousin Eddie. Who got your YouTube account? <laughs> oh. uh, well, Fargo. <laughs> that's a good Fargo segue for that. Fargo is a great, great cold that? weather. It's a good for cold weather one. You know, that one's not a horror film, but there are some horrific. Oh, yeah. You know, the yeah, wood chipper. The wood chipper scene. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, that, that movie that movie is a great snow movie. It is a great snow mm-hmm. movie. William H. Macy doing a, like a oh, Minnesota yeah. accent yeah. is so funny. Those are dealer plates. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great film. Yeah, that's a great dealer. film. I watched yeah. that. That's a good like wintertime film. You know, I haven't seen that in a while. The show is fantastic. The show is good. The show is fantastic. Um, I interviewed um, a friend who was in season two. Oh yeah, I think it's season two. Yeah, that's pretty cool. First set in horror. You could check that out. I really like season two. I haven't watched three though. I haven't watched. The I haven't watched it either with uh, Ian McGregor. Right. I haven't checked that out. Need yeah. to. Yeah. What about you? Got any good? Uh, you got any good cold, uh, funny movies like Spies Like Us? Uh, whenever I think, oh, I love Spies Like Us. Yeah, that's the that's uh, a good cold weather one. That's that's where I got the where most people got that uh, that joke. Um, what's a dick for? <laughs> what dick for? Like, what's a dick? What's yeah? Never mind. <laughs> what is it? It's um that joke where they're they're in like they're they're walking through the forest. Um. I can't even remember how it goes. That's how terrible I am. I don't know what you're talking about. Whoa, what's a dick fur? Dick fur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, you know, it's a dick fur. And then he says, what's a dick fur? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. To pee with, right? Yeah. To pee with. Yeah. To pee with. <laughs> yeah. Good joke. Um, no, when I think of cold and I think of comedy, I think of planes, trains, and automobiles when they're sitting oh, in the back yeah. of the... Uh, yeah. Um, in the back of that truck, yeah. frozen. Frozen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I know there's a ton of um, other horror films out there though that I haven't even seen. Like, and there's actually a, a one that's on my list. I've been meaning to watch it forever. It's called Ravenous. Okay. And I think it's from the late '90s, maybe like '99, and it is about these. Um, this may have been like when people were trying to find the Northwest Passage mm-hmm. and they were actually going out like on these insane, like, you know, sort of like, um, why can't I think of anyone's names? Lewis and Clark. You know, okay. like Lewis and Clark yeah, yeah, did yeah. this crazy expedition. Mm-hmm. These guys, the plot is they're, they're, they they get lost and they turn into like desperate times and, and it's about like um, cannibalism. Oh, man. Ravenous. Ravenous. It's on my list. I need to check that out. It's supposed to be fantastic. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. What is what is was it old? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Huh. Should be ninety nine. Okay. No, I've never heard of this. And then there's that movie. Have you ever seen the movie Alive? It's based off that true story where the, where the um the plane the soccer team crashes in the Andes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much a horror film, yeah. what they went through. But they're on top of a mountain freezing, and they have to turn to cannibalism. Jeez. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it says this is a... Wow, look at this description. For West, which film? Western black comedy horror suspense film. For which one? Ravenous. Ravenous, yeah. It's got Guy Pierce in it. Guy Pierce, exactly. Is that, that is who you're thinking of? Mm-hmm. And David Arquette and Jeffrey Jones, but I'm pretty sure Jeffrey Jones is in prison. Huh. You know Jeffrey Jones? Remember him? Yeah. From, he was in Beetlejuice. Right. Yeah, that's unfortunate. He's, wasn't he like a child? I believe there's some, uh, paraphernalia or something? Child pornography. That's messed up. Yeah. Why? Yeah. He was also the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He was the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mr. Rooney. I pulled up next to him in the, um, when I lived in L.A., and I looked over, and it, I felt like it was a scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Right? I pulled over next to him. You could hear that. Chica, chica. I turned that over. really happened? <laughs> well, that's wild. Yeah, I, I looked over. I don't think he ever looked over at me, but I'm like, oh, it's Mr. Rooney. It's Mr. Rooney. <laughs> weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, what a weirdo. I didn't know he was in Ravenous, though. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Mm-hmm. It looks like they remade it in 2017. Oh, God. That's it's like, it's Canadi- no time. It's a Canadian film. The Did remake you, was or the original? Because the original... Unless this is just a different film called Ravenous. 2017. Yeah, I'll show you. Maybe, maybe it is a just different film. French zombie movies. That's another good mm. category. <laughs> yeah, that is a that's good category. Go. Film depicts the residents of a small town in Quebec as they deal with a zombie-like outbreak. Yeah, that's a different plot. It's a different plot. Yeah. Hmm. But zombies and cannibalism, that's pretty hand-in-hand. Yeah, I would say so. You know, maybe that's what we need. Oh, I guess they already have that now. Don't they have a zombie movie where they don't eat people? Isn't that like a like a teen movie? There's like a boyfriend. You mean like a zomcom? Yeah, it's a zomcom. <laughs> yeah, we have those, don't we? We definitely have zomcoms. We have zomcoms. Um, and you heard, <laughs> and you heard zomcom. So that means <laughs> it is time for our game of Would You Rather. That's right. That's right. Okay, so this week. Um, I'm setting it up where in both scenarios, or scenarios, depending on where you're from, um, both scenarios end up with you knowing you're going to die. Okay. Would you rather get stuck on a chairlift with wolves underneath you, or would you rather be tied up to a bed and be tortured, <laughs> like in misery? <laughs> but you know you're going to die in both scenarios. He doesn't die. I know, but in this scenario, though. Oh, shit. So this is... So, like... So, so I mean... Let's see. Well, here, but here's the thing. So, like, in, in the chairlift, you do have the ability to jump down and fight off these wolves. Yeah. And that's got to hurt. I don't want to fight wolves. Well, right. But would you rather be tortured by some crazy old lady hitting your feet with a sledgehammer? I mean, Kathy Bates does look good in those <laughs> outfits. <laughs> so are you suggesting that it's not torture because you get to... Am I... Is Kathy Bates the one torturing me? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna go Kathy Bates in misery. Okay, wow. See, yeah. I'm going. I'm gonna fight these wolves. You're gonna fight the wolves. Oh yeah. You're gonna get torn to pieces. No, but if I mean, what a glorious death. Glorious death. At least I'm fighting on my way out, my own terms. I, my leg is broken. I'm a great writer. <laughs> so what? I you're... just wrote all of the Nancy Drew. Tw- Wait, while remakes. you're being tortured, you're already writing a whole yeah, novel I'm series. That's what. That's what she wants me to do, isn't <laughs> well, it? She wants you to rewrite the ending to this book because <laughs> she was so upset with it. Well. That's her problem. <laughs> so you're going with misery. You'd rather be in the misery, misery scenario than the frozen scenario. Okay. All right. Yeah, and also because I never saw your movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So that I'm going to go. Uh, you got to see those. Yeah. Um, so I'm James Conn. I guess the other scenario would have to be, would you rather, hmm, I'm trying to loop in some cannibalism here. Yeah, with our stories. Based off of our based off of the films that we talked about today, mm-hmm. can you find a scenario sure. for a would you Let's rather? Let's do um would you rather be stuck in Anchorage, Alaska fighting Ooh. vampires mm-hmm. or trying to you're all right, how about I'll give you the same. You're you're going to die in both. Okay. 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 Would you rather be chased around a hedge maze from shining from the shining or be trying to avoid the vampires in 
30 I, days. I, I think I'd rather uh, do the vampires because in if I get caught in the in the maze, yeah. there's an axe coming at me, right? Yeah. That can't be But nice. you're also getting, like, jumped by, like, several hungry vampires. But, but hear me out. Hear me out. I know I'm going to die, but what if I'm reborn as a new vampire? Yeah. <laughs> so what if I, ultimately I turn out to be a cool vampire? Yeah, that's a good point. But you could ha- haunt the Overlook Hotel and be technically in your own. I know, but if you see those other ghosts, yeah, you've got these creepy little twins or the you know the crazy old lady in the bathtub. I mean, people are getting laid. <laughs> plus, like, plus, it's an open bar. Yeah, it's an open bar. So I think we're gonna end on that note. There, <laughs> we're gonna hit up an open bar. Gonna go to the Overlook. And I then, would go Overlook. Really? Yeah. I would love to be trapped in the Overlook for eternity. You kidding me? (laughs) Dressed in your nines, looking great. But what if, like in, um, spoiler alert, I'm going to give away the ending of 30 Days a Night. What if I get to make my way to the coast and check out my last uh, sunset? Or sunrise, rather. Yeah, that's what happens, right? Yeah. He, like, falls apart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The sun will get you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The sun will get you. Even Even in the snow. Yeah reflects off the snow it's terrible all right all right well that has been cold weather yeah this episode is episode number 15 That's right cold as fuck cold as fuck <laughs> Ooh, chilly yeah well we hope you all are safe out there yeah uh, if you're in the midwest or dealing with these um storms which seem to be going away this weekend yeah just in time for this episode to come out I was, be safe i was thinking we got um you know it is february mm-hmm. so we do have uh i think maybe one of our topics could be obsessed um, like, uh, like such as we could, you know, not, we could fill, you know, misery, I guess would oh, fit in great. nicely, but, uh, like for Valentine's day, uh, Valentine's day, uh, all right. Obsessed, uh, horror films. Okay. Movies I like that. Go so crazy. All right. Right. Cause that's what February is all about. Right. Acting like you care more than you really do. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. Cue the wolves. <laughs>